0: gloomy, mostly Euclidean confines of Castle Gormagon, upon the lofty, wind-blasted heights of the Plateau of Lang. I am Confucius
1: the Ecumenical Volgi, and this is Radio Gormagon.
0: This is Gort, returning you back to the remainder of Episode 2 where Gort, the Czar, and Pewter are discussing grilling and smoking, as well as maybe some trendy food
1: and other techniques. Yep. Do, you, do you want to tell the story, Gort, about the uh, jalapeno pizza that that we once had? That no, you, you and I about pooping. <laughs> well, that's true. I do like to talk about that. But it was it was the um it was the jalapeno pizza we had. At one time, it. I wish I wish everybody could see the the view that I've got right now. But uh, it was uh, the jalapeno <laughs> the jalapeno pizza we had one time on Rockville Pike back in the day with the with the spouses. Yes, and it was it was the uh, like raw jalapenos with seeds. Yeah, they didn't seed them. They weren't pickled. It was just we thought we were getting like a pickled you know pickled jalapenos on top of the pizza. No, yes, these were so like the, the
0: raw ones, unseeded. And so the jalapeno oils ran all over the pizza. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was <laughs>
1: burning in more than one way for the rest of that evening. It was Ring of Fire. It was Johnny Cash. You could have just put Ring of Fire on it, just let it play in loop. It was crazy. And you know, all the ladies were looking at us. We we were were we we were married at the time? Now, not you and I, but our, to we, each other. No, exactly. It wasn't legal then. So, but now that we can get lose the beards, maybe you know. I think we did. We were espoused, not by not not many years though. No, it was early. Yeah, but it was funny. It was it was a good time because I think our spouses were looking at us, and, and I think and Mrs. Gort may have punched me at one point and said, "What the hell did you get me into?" <laughs> and peas. I wait, wait, wait. Wait, what, wait. Do you put little? Do you put little toothpicks through each one of them? Is do you? <laughs> wow, well, that would like, have saved oh, me a lot of time. No, I don't. <laughs> You're just picking them up off the bottom of the grill, going ow, 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 <laughs> as you burn your hands. The czar is
0: sitting there carefully trying to balance each pea on top of the grate. Damn it! I, I lost it. another one. <laughs>
1: I would just levitate I had several them.
2: Several thousand before I got thirty that worked. <laughs> <laughs> no, you uh, you take a little, uh, make yourself a little boat of aluminum foil, just like you would do on the pewter. <laughs> and uh, put a little olive oil in there, put a little garlic salt, and uh, throw in the peas and grill them, and they they come out tasting like soft peanuts.
1: What if I made a red barchetta? What now? In a better manner be time. I we could just make a red barchetta, and then we could fill it with peas, and it would be the best Rush song ever. Don't mess with the Rush. Tonight nope. at the Leaping Peacock, Pewter put about a dollar's
2: worth of Rush songs in. Uh, Which lasted. Which- hit, and... Um, Let's see, a quarter that was four songs, right? And the yeah. show played for about four hours.
1: And how many times did I get beaten up by people who just kept saying, "I want to hear Journey," "I want to hear yeah, Journey"? I loved it. <laughs> no, they, they, actually, Adele is what everybody really wanted to hear. And I said, and we, I got in a big brawl about this, and none of you. Well, it's a good me closing up. time song because it gets people to leave. Management appreciates
2: when you put it on.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm usually trying to get people out because that just means more booze for us. I
2: recommend Seamus the Dog by Pink Floyd. That's a good thing to really ruin everybody's evening in a bar. So
1: or if it's your anniversary, you could play Two Out of Three Ain't Bad by Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really good on your third anniversary. That's true. Or Fat Bottom Girls. Uh,
0: tune in next time for Pewter's marriage advice.
1: Yeah. We should actually do that. That would be interesting because I think all of us have been married for – well, I I know – Gort and Volgi and I have all been married more than 20 years. And I'm pretty sure that Czar. Close. 70s? Okay. 17. I'm coming up on 25. I mean, uh, three? 23. Yeah. 23 years. And Gort's 24? I'm the year behind you. Oh, so it's Volgi who's the year ahead of us, of me. Uh, right. You're a year behind. I think, uh, I think Mandarin may have him beat by a month or two. Okay. I could be wrong. That's really?
2: Really? those two and then doc
0: bogie was first between you two out of the three original ones, yep, bogie was first, then you followed in the summer, and then I was the March after that's right, that was a
1: fun wedding by the
0: way, so yeah. anyway, enough of that I got another grilling <laughs> question for you guys preferred wood for smoking, and it can be <laughs> like like selective, I guess I should say
1: I like apple for most. Applications. I prefer hickory and I will do dual hickory and apple for beef. I prefer apple. I will do cherry for fish. Oh, that's good. But only for fish. I don't like cherry on much else. I'll do it for pork. I don't like it much on pork. It's gotta be a very light meat for me. Um, I'm trying mesquite only for beef for me. I mean, you could do it with pork. It's not my favorite on pork. I mean, I guess maybe if you're doing a really fatty cut of pork, like maybe for ribs. Or for uh, for for um, butt a pork butt, you know, because something that's got to cook a long time, it's got a lot of fat in it because it'll d- to distribute the taste across the meat. Um, but apple is my favorite. Just go to if you're gonna if you're gonna put anything on the grill, put apple on it. Uh, just, what do you think? What do you think, sir?
2: Well, um, you know, you almost can't go wrong, really, uh, except with mesquite. I think you can easily go wrong with mesquite. Uh, the folks in Texas are gonna love my answer, but I love oak wood just good straight oak. But very frequently I will blend woods together. So if I'm doing uh, a brisket, I might do two parts oak and one part mesquite. If I'm doing ribs, I might do two hickory and one apple or two apple and one hickory, whatever strikes my fancy. I've had phenomenal success with orange wood, pecan wood. Um, I do a lot with cherry and apple because uh, mandarin's uh, Dad was nice enough to cut down a bunch of cherry and apple trees on his property, and he gave me all of the wood. So I have this monstrous cord of each, and uh, I'm, I'm not even halfway through it after all these years. So I do a lot with apple and cherry because uh, it's cheap for me. <laughs> uh, but if I had a choice, I'm probably going to do oak wood.
1: Pecan is good, though. I will give you that. I forgot about pecan. Oh, and maple. We- I, I like maple as well. Well, it sounds like we're singing the trees by Rush, but let's go with let's go over to Gord here. Subdivisions.
0: <laughs> Indeed. No, it's rare. I've only used pecan once. I do enjoy it. I find it a little hard to find unless you like order it online. And hickory I like. If I have pork on the smoker though, it's almost always apple. Just that pairing is is it's really so hard good. to beat. Yeah. Although I will say if you're buying a rack of bacon. There is a brand out there that has cherry wood smoked bacon that is yeah? actually really good.
2: Really? I wouldn't have thought of that. I would have gone apple Apple and maybe chucked in a uh, a piece yep. of maple.
0: Yeah, well, so there or was – Cherry. You know, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I listened to a radio program today where the, the host was talking about what is the trendy food item that you just can't stand that it's a trendy item. It, yeah. Yeah. All the usual suspects showed up, kale and pumpkin
1: spice and oh, oh. Uh, don't, Brussels don't, sprouts. sprouts. Don't get me started on kale. <laughs> I grew up eating kale cooked by my grandmother who died at hundred friggin' one years old. I know. Southern what Lady, probably kale. Actually, she drank beer until she was 94. She died that at 101. Wasn't. You know, she was a wonderful woman. But she would cook kale. And she would say, "Honey, you just gotta eat this because it's cheap food, basically, and she would boil the s out of it, and she was the worst cook in the world. She could burn a hamburger. I don't know anybody else, and she called them meat cakes because she grew up World War one era <laughs> baby, you want a meat cake I was like, What the fuck's a meat cake right? <laughs> you no, I'm thinking this, and you got it and it was like it was like a quarter inch thick and and like just burnt it was charcoal basically and she was the worst cook but she could cook kale because all you did was you threw it in a big giant pot of water and you boiled it until it just stopped moving basically because yeah, that, that's going to kill you well you can't exactly and the, the best part was you put a ham hock in there so it oh, tasted right. like ham so it was I'll like you had soup rock, well exactly and now that's, that's what it was but i mean that's the only reason it tasted good because you boiled the shit out of it nobody should eat kale unironically or ironically or whatever the hell it is, you know, whatever the hipsters do, don't do that because kale is crap. Yeah.
0: So I think, I think maybe you back up eight to 10 years ago and the trendy thing was all this Applewood smoked bacon that was hitting the market, right? Up until then you had, you know, your typical bacon or hickory smoked. And then all of a sudden Apple came on, you know, the, the big vendors, Oscar Mayer, whoever, Hillshire, Yeah. Those.
2: And before that was Mesquite
0: about 20 years ago. Yep, yep. You're yep. absolutely right. Mesquite can get too ac- acidic, though. If you- oh, it tastes like a cigarette. Oh, absolutely. But on a brisket with a couple of pieces of oak to cut it. it. Yep. you got to do it right, though. you got to have the right level of smoke in there.
2: Do a nice, simple 50-50 salt and pepper rub. Uh, get that to about 190, 195. Take it off. Let it uh, foil wrap it. Put it in the cooler for about a half an hour. Let it finish to 200, and that mesquite will do you good.
1: Well, hell, I'm going to be in Chicago
2: shortly, or driving through. Yeah, like I said, if you're in town on the second, come on
1: by. You okay. should be are on the fourth. I throw a monster party. Yet the unfortunate part is, I have to go to work the fifth, and work is a long drive from Chicago. Well, I don't recommend you leave sober. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got, I'm going to have laptop with me, so that might work. Except he, you know, he's been drinking a thirty pack of of uh, PBR every week and a half, give or take. So. Well, that doesn't cost much around here. It's yeah, it's like sixteen bucks for a thirty pack here. So, but we we do have the deposit. <laughs> well, swing through Michigan and get paid for those cans. Like oh, no, it? we get we get paid for them here. Really? Oh yeah, because New York's a shit state. So. <laughs> I'm am just saying is all. So okay, so what? Okay, so let's see. Okay. We've got a stinky, we call it the stinky farm. And I think, I think Gort knows the farm I'm talking about right down the road from here. And yep. in the spring, they have all kinds of sheep on the farm. They graze it down and, and, you know, I, I keep going, gee, maybe I'll have to like swerve into that farm by accident one day and hit a couple of sheep and pay them for the sheep and take the sheep like the little ones though. Cause those are the good ones. Maybe nobody one likes just,
0: Maybe one could escape through a, a gap in the fence, and Mrs. Pewter can hit it on her way to school. And and then she she'll ha- call you, and you can go over there in your three-piece suit with trench coat That's and go throw it in your car.
1: That that actually has happened, except it wasn't a lamb. It was a deer. <laughs> and she was pregnant with our first child, and she didn't know it at the time. But God she, bless her. She lit her. her thing into the back end of the car. Exactly. But the best part of was she was – with the trunk lit open, and the lights flashed. No, no. No, I had I had a Jeep Cherokee. She couldn't drive her car, so I drove her out to school. She taught in a rural district, and then we ended up. I think it was one of her kids' uncles had a farm that would also butcher deer in season. So I drove it out there, and I'm standing there in in the mud in my wingtips and a three-piece suit and a, you know a, a nice overcoat. And the guy's looking at me. He's like, "Oh my God, who's you know who's raiding my farm, right? You know, are they looking for the illegals?" And and I said, no, I just got a deer in the back. I want you to process. And the guy looked at me. He's like, really? I said, yeah. And he said, are you so-and-so? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, my wife teaches your niece. Said, oh, okay. I said, what happened? He said, well, she hit a deer. And he said, well, how do you want to cut? And I said, just grind the whole thing up because it's bruised to hell because she hit it and ran over it. <laughs> she, also, she also hit a turkey. I've never killed a turkey. She hit a turkey with her Subaru. Or Subaru. Quite an afternoon. Well, not the same day. Oh, no, this, this, you know, still going to the same school, hit a turkey, knocked it down the hill. And I was, she's still angry at me about this, I think, or she still remembers this. I wouldn't say angry, but it was, I said, well, why didn't you go get the turkey? You know, because you hit it. I said, you know, I've never had a turkey, a wild turkey. <laughs> you, you shoot on with those and you're doing
0: pretty well. It's bad when Mrs. Pewter out hunts Pewter.
1: True. <laughs> Well, anybody can really hunt me. I just like being out there and sitting in a tree in negative 12-degree weather in the the nice upstate weather. So. so so here's
0: a here's a food thing, and I'm sure the czar is familiar with it. A loose well, there's a
2: lot of people listening that are going to recognize what those sounds were in the background. <laughs> I didn't
0: want to say anything. Uh, I think it makes it, its way up to Illinois, but, but how about a loose meat sandwich?
2: Oh, yeah, we're familiar with loose meat sandwiches. Maybe not so much in the Chicago area. It's more of a downstate thing. Yep. And for our listeners not from Illinois, the difference between Chicago and downstate is the identical difference between New York City and upstate. So literally, 25 minutes outside of the city, you're downstate. Which is three miles. Right. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as you're out of Cook County, you're in downstate Illinois. Uh, No, quite literally, uh, the accents change. Um the terminology that people use is different. People say soda, not pop, uh downstate. Um and yeah, the loose meat sandwich is well respected down there.
0: Yep. And iweja Yes. My father in law is from the Iwegian area and uh was I was introduced to it. It was it was an experience. It's like I equated I tried to tell my kids who don't remember it, um, who weren't on the trip that it's essentially like you're making taco meat but you never add any seasoning. It's like
2: That's ste- correct.
1: Right? It's steamed beef, ground beef, and it's then like it's a
2: sloppy Joe,
1: but less neat. <laughs> and with more water. It's like they keep adding oh. water to it or something. It's like, can we can we get this to be sloppier than a sloppy Joe? Can we put? Can we can we, And then we're gonna put it on Wonder Bread, which actually is just basically puffed air. Yeah. Right. So,
2: so this. I'm fun of Wonder Bread, we use it to clean dishes. <laughs>
0: They they call it a made right and it's and it's uh, and then so everyone's ordering made rights and the special on the menu was the Magic Mountain. And the Magic Mountain was a was not wonder bread, but Texas toast with so loose, it's- loose meat on top of it, French fries on top of that, and then cheese whiz drizzled all over the top.
2: So it's like you've a, got Texas toast from Texas. You've got loose meat from Illinois. You've got fries on top from Pittsburgh and then cheese from Wisconsin. This sandwich has no <laughs> idea what state it's from. It's delusional,
1: that thing. And it's, it's like all Texas toast is is Wonder Bread with like a superiority complex. Yeah, somebody and,
0: just adjusted the slicer to thick.
1: Yeah, exactly, and then toasted it. They said, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're going to make this something different for it.
2: Oh, I've got a recipe for our fans at home. This is toast. something anybody can make. It's not toast. Um, this is something uh, that my uh, now 14-year-old son discovered called uh, Montana Dogs. And basically, you take a hot dog. I recommend you grill it. Put some nice char marks on the side. Get the skin to blister up a little bit. Uh, use whatever hot dog you like. Desire is a big fan of Hebrew National because it's 100% Vienna beef. Uh, I can identify what part of the cow it's from. Oh, Peter said no. No,
1: you got to. The best hot dogs are Zwiegels, but we'll get we'll get into this discussion. Oh, we don't
2: that's, get no, we don't get Weigels out here, but we do get Hebrew Nationals.
1: No, no, no. I will talk about this. Go continue with your discussion. I want to hear this recipe, and then we'll continue with the hot dog discussion. Oh, it's real simple. So you uh, you
2: cook yourself a hot dog. Again, I recommend grilled, but technically, I don't know that that's important with hot dog. Put it on a bun. Put a little bacon on top of that, and then drizzle on some spicy brown mustard. Gildens is good for that. And then uh, drizzle on some, if you can, please, grill and caramelize the onions. But even if you had to do just raw onions, do raw onions. But the onion, bacon, and spicy brown delicatessen-style mustard on a hot dog is fantastic. I
1: just call that a hot dog.
2: Well, it is a hot dog, Peter. But no, you, I just—I just mean that's what I would
1: do for my hot dog. I, I don't have to call it a fancy Montana hot dog like you—you you uppity folks in Chicago. But you know, well, we have <laughs> Chicago-style
2: hot dogs here, and that's a religious. That's thing. true.
1: We're well. No, aware of it. no, that's true. That's fair. You—you you would need to distinguish in Chicago. That is a fair. That is a fair thing here. I would just call it a hot dog. But we. Well, you know we have, the thing
2: that we don't confess to is the fact that an awful lot of Chicagoans like New York-style hot dogs with the with sauerkraut on it and a little bit of mustard. Yeah.
1: Oh well, because because you're all friggin' Germans and Poles.
2: Yeah, 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 and absolutely. I gotta be honest with you. I like those better than Chicago style
1: dogs. Now, do you? Now, the ones that we get here are they're they're more traditionally sausage style, like uh, like a German sausage style. They're curved and they, Ooh, they come I like with that. Yeah, like see
2: that. The, the folks should see what what. Yeah. I'm, uh, now listen carefully because they're if you curved. curved they're curved like a sausage. Fingers, and he has made an absolutely perfect hot dog shape with
1: his fingers. It's like he's actually seen one exactly Uh, you know you would think you know being a eunuch like i am i would never (laughs) have seen one but it's um it's no but we have them with the skins on they actually make them (laughs) but it's the (laughs) with the skins (laughs) on (laughs) what they call in syracuse what that word means in syracuse they call them snappies because they they're with the the actual natural casings on them so when you cook them they actually pop open oh hell i'm out of bourbon well the, you better figure that shit out that's not my that's not on me i can't get to chicago this quick unless I'll we be fire right the back. jet up this is a okay. short you better hurry up so with the hot dogs i mean the the ones that i like best have the skins on them and up here we have white hots and i i don't know if court you had them when you were up here didn't you uh yeah and i've had white hots down here too yeah i mean but the, the, because because of wegmans yes yeah. yes okay so it's it 's and they have they have them with the, like the skins on them, and they pop when you cook them so I mean I like the natural skins better and the the grind they have for forweiggels is a nice grind, and they have red hots and white hots red hots are the, which everybody thinks is a traditional hot dog because they will to have a natural casing on it as opposed to the skinless ones, right like which are the Hebrew nationals if, if they have a casing on them the Hebrew nationals they probably it's natural
2: it 's not Harambe casing.
1: It's not Harambe, but um, but we're talking like it is these. And it, yes, it's, it's Harambe, but they actually have a uh, like an intestinal casing on them, like a traditional casing on them, so they pop. But they're, they're much better, and I, you know, I I got to give that to to Rochester and Upstate. So
0: I will put a plug in for if you haven't tried them, the Gilberts Craft Sausages. They have one called the Froman. Like Abe Froman?
1: <laughs>
2: Abe
0: Froman. It is it is uh like a it's a hot dog, but it's it's larger, it's like sausage sized. Okay. So it's like a quarter pound hot dog and it is really good. You throw that on the grill, and that's some good eating. But mm. I will say, can we all agree that ketchup has no part of should no. not be around hot dogs?
1: Ketchup shall never touch a hot dog. Thank you. What about you, Czar? What do you think?
2: In Chicago, we don't even put tomatoes on hot dogs.
1: What's a tomato on a hot dog? I would punch exactly. you in the face if I saw you eating that. Exactly. Okay. It's so sour- sure. sauerkraut's acceptable.
2: Oh yeah, New, New York hot dog sauerkraut definitely.
1: Onions. Oh yeah,
2: yeah sure. Oh, I'm done
1: with like cheese and chili. Cheese and chili, I'm okay with. Ketchup? No, you're a communist. Just give That's up your like citizenship. Ketchup's red, Tavares. Exactly, give up your citizenship at that point. <laughs> Just, just go home to Mother Russia.
0: That's right. I understand. I understand that if you are an adolescent or younger, that you have this penchant for ketchup, but at least, for God's sakes, eat barbecue sauce like ketchup. Hot dog. Transition.
2: The transition away from ketchup.
0: Like, leave ketchup. Put if you need something on the sweeter side on your hot dog, go with barbecue sauce. Like, I I can, I can, uh, I can abide with that. I might not not punch you.
1: I might not punch you if you put barbecue sauce, especially, might.
0: <laughs> especially grilled with some onions on it. This is how three of three likes his sometimes is. Uh, is there good. we go. I will split it down flame Yep. And then grill it on both sides, and then uh, you you arrange it on the bun such that it's
1: flat. So it's like a sandwich. Let's not get oh, started. seriously,
0: oh, you, you open
1: that gate. I I don't want to have the <laughs> sandwich discussion, but it is. It's not a sandwich. It's sandwich like it is sandwich like. Let's not we're not gonna get into that whole fight. I don't wanna I don't wanna have the whole sandwich fight on here. We could have that fight later. But sauerkraut's good on anything. Not Cheerios. <laughs> I disagree.
0: Although this Cap- is, this is that coming is from someone this is coming from someone who actually
1: drank cabbage water. I did. Oh, no. You that can was,
2: buy cabbage water. You, you can buy it in cans.
1: It's like coconut water. I, you know, I just was early to the trend. <laughs> let's be honest about it. I mean, I did one time on a dare by my mother-in-law, I think it was, one drunken St. Patrick's Day, drank the water that the cabbage and the potatoes and the corned beef had been boiled in. I drank a bunch of it, and then I was sick. I think it was a combination sick from the booze and the, you know, just the intestine. It was more an intestinal issue. Let's just leave it at that from the you cabbage know, and- water. And it it was almost like code Brown. It was just the worst thing for like the next two days. It was just like, you know, you'd be standing there and you'd be like, Oh, everything's great. And then all of a sudden you'd be like, um, no, everything is not so you just have to run away. Usually I just ran away and just found some kid's backpack and, you know, had my way with it. And that was it. And walked away, left it there. You know, I'd love to have been in that marketing meeting about coconut water.
2: Well, I, you know, wh- You know why? what, Glenn? What could, we, uh, what could we possibly sell that uh, we just pour down the drain right now and really mark it up high in price? You know, my wife, um, we bought this coconut over the weekend. And, you know, just use your imagination after that. I would love to have been... <laughs> we just that.
1: bought this... Wait, wait. This, this story just got better because it just didn't become, what part of the coconut didn't we use? It became more. um, What did he and his wife do with the coconut before they determined there was a part of that coconut they didn't use?
2: Hey Jerry, you remember about two years ago when we got him to to, uh, buy cabbage water in cans like in little six packs at the top shelf of the uh, shop and save? That's called V8. Oh, that's even better than we got all those Mexicans to buy into clam juice and tomato. No, those are
1: Canadians. Those are the northern Mexicans. (laughs) Northern Mexicans. Le Chapeau, Le Chapeau de d'Amerique.
2: <laughs> so it went from uh Clamato
1: to Clamato. Clamato, eh? Clamato. Sorry. I think we've pretty much beat this horse to death tonight. So
2: Well, I don't know. Let's think about this. So our listeners got a lot of good recipes. They now understand that whatever kind of grill they own, whether it's gas or charcoal or a smoker, uh, they yep. can weaponize it quite easily into doing something that they like. Uh, they've mm-hmm. learned that pretty much every kind of wood is good to smoke that we've mentioned. Please, folks, don't use pine or dogwood or uh, poison ivy. Uh, they've learned that pretty much every kind of meat is good. You can even do uh, fruit and vegetables. You know, tube, I mean, steaks, like tube steak. Tube steak is excellent. And uh, and computer's still pervy.
1: Yeah, well, true. And I would like to say that I had a very very nice time this evening. Because any, any no, second I didn't try to scum in here. Uh, damn it! Is he sweeping? I hear come. that little. That little Who did he,
2: he, now, he has a
1: homemade broom. How did he make that with his claws? I don't give him a goddamn thing, Czar. I mean, I hide everything from that guy. I hide the dental floss. I hide anything. I don't throw stuff away in my room. I'm terrified of that one. And Dad Ho steals it. Well, he does. I don't know. Those two have an unholy alliance. It's like they're, like, you know what? It might be Mandy has like gotten them together and he's plotting against us. I never thought of us. that. I never thought of that. I bet they have coconuts. Dad
2: Ho, that. Oh, now he's deaf. Okay.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: Is he with Stack? That! Oh, I can't get rid of the kid. And then when I want him, he's gone. Exactly. He's out stealing an onion. He's out wrapping a scallion.
0: Damn it, I, get- I lost another one.